Hello and welcome back to the latest Think Business podcast powered by Bank of Ireland. Today we talk to Helma Larkin about Ireland's evolving digital culture, changing behaviours and increased expectations of businesses. Google has committed to supporting 60,000 Irish businesses to recover from the pandemic by providing free tools and resources to businesses to help them adapt to the new normal and drive growth. Helma Larkin, Country Manager for Google in Ireland, I, I, I often marvel at just how big a presence Google has in our lives uh, and I'd like to kind of start maybe by asking you from your I know uh, you're, you're obviously uh, working in your attic I was going to say from your from your lofty perch uh, how, how you see uh, from what from 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 your position at Google just how digital are the Irish when it comes to things like the, how, how present digital is in our lives now versus maybe 20 years ago yeah. Hi, John. I'm not sure how lofty my uh, my attic is. Bit of a confined space, but uh, it's uh, it's good to have a space to be in. Nice to be here today. So, you know, we've been thinking about this um, a lot um, over the last uh, 14 months. You know, to really try to understand the digital behaviours of Irish people and how much it has changed, even in the 14, 16 months of the pandemic. And what we've seen is. There were a number of trends which were already, you know, starting to happen, but were accelerated. So I'll give you some examples. You know, firstly, we see that um, online users are about 81% of the Irish population. And that only actually increased a really small amount in, in 2020. So it's kind of what you would expect really for a, you know, Western country um, like Ireland, a developed country like Ireland. But what's interesting is um, how people are spending their time, for example. So social media users have increased by 20% this year. That's an incredible shift to, to think that 20% more people um, are online. Mm. We're also noticing that, 55% of people uh, who are online are watching streaming services. So one in two people are watching Amazon Prime, Netflix, um, uh, et cetera, or Disney Plus. Um, so that's also kind of really incredible to think about it. So I think the takeaway for me is uh, we were already a fairly saturated uh, country when it came to the internet, but what we're doing when we're on there um, is shifting. And, and many years ago, I, I, I remember having uh, at least two conversations with the, the then chair of Google. Well, it was CEO at one point, and then he was chair, and I was no longer there, but uh, Eric Schmidt, and he was quite strict about, not strict, I suppose, he made some very cogent points. This would have been around 2009, 2010, where he was saying Ireland really needs to up its broadband game. Now, as far as I know, most people I know are carrying smartphones. You can Where you can get 4G, you can get very good signals. And where you get 3G, you can just about do a few things. Would you say that as a, as a digital nation, would you say we're, we're anywhere where we should be when it comes to broadband? I know we're still waiting for the national broadband plan to really start making strides. Uh, you know, we've had broadband really in Ireland since 2000, really. Uh, and where, if you know, some people can get a gigabit per second now, some people can get 500 megabits per second. I can probably get just under 100 megabits, but I still know there's people who live in country roads or down in districts that still don't have it. Would you say we're where we should be from, from what you're seeing and the kind of conversations you're having? Well, well, um, I think, look, I think Google, we're not in the broadband business here in Ireland, obviously, and actually a number of my clients um, are selling broadband services around the country. Um, you know, the, the big the big telcos, for example. Um, I think 
I think the infrastructure will will progress as those uh, businesses partner with the government to move it on. I don't think it's my place to comment, but I will say what is important is for Irish businesses to understand that they need to be ready to take advantage of 4G and take advantage of the infrastructure as it comes and as it evolves. So site speeds, for example, and, and your mobile experience, for example, are, are some really key things that brands need to be thinking about to make sure that when the infrastructure is where it needs to be, that their consumers uh, can access their websites uh, quickly. I can tell from from your you know your your own experience that you you've spent a lot of time working with large businesses across the country. The last year and a half has really brought it to every business that you know if you're not a, business, a digital business now, you're going to be, have to be a digital business for your survival. Uh, the actual kind of trends you've seen from a business perspective so many companies had to go from not even having uh, the ability for their workers to work remotely to suddenly well you have no choice because that's just the way it is uh, and then the other reality of selling online and having to be able to sell online what what have you noticed in this time um from that you know looking at, at the trends you're watching the companies you're working with the companies you're trying to help because i understand that you're also helping to support sixty thousand businesses recover funded by the pandemic by providing free online tools. So can you tell us a bit about what you've seen over the last year, the journey we've all been on? And, and it's, for everyone, it's a very hard journey to kind of watch because, you know, the usual screens and uh, information you'd have that you would have had before everyone had to go working from home was no, is no longer in front of you and you're doing it through the lens of your own laptop computer and keeping in touch through video calls and everything else. But the, the picture you had beforehand and the picture you have today, t- tell us about what you've seen over the last year. Yeah, absolutely. So firstly, I'll start with Google data because we we can learn so much from the search data, the, the, the volume of searches in the Irish marketplace. And what we're seeing is search is up 22 percent um, in 2020 over 2019. Now, when we compare that to the UK and the rest of the world, those global averages are 18%. So the Irish uh, market has made an even more incremental shift to going to Google to look for the things that they need. Um, the, The retail sector, for example, I know we're all very aware of how much, you know, online shop, how much shopping has moved to online, but the the numbers are staggering to think that, um, Online retail has gone to become 66% of the total amount of uh, retail intake in terms of euros in 2020. Um, These trends are really indicating a a shift in Ireland that is incremental to the rest of the world and and above the averages in the UK uh, and the US. Another thing that we're seeing, which I think is really interesting, is discovery. So by discovery, I mean people are going to the internet to seek out general information about products and services in a higher uh, proportion than they were in the past. So if you think about those kind of real world experiences, um, they're now doing those online looking for generic products, so shoes or clothes, etc. And and that's really important for brands because they need to be there um, when those consumers are making those generic searches because they're not doing it in the real world, potentially walking down the street in the way that they were in the past. That's the thing. I mean, uh, when I look at digital marketing and it's gone from being something a few people did very well if they were gifted and learned enough but to now it's 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 it is data science it's it's a very evolved scene and you know how how do businesses keep up because like you could have yeah you could have uh, you know a bank that could have a whole 
digital marketing workforce, dedicated teams, all, all great resources. Or you could have a situation where it could be a small firm and, you know, they just uh, seem to pick on the person who seems to just know what they're doing with computers and then say, hey, you, you figure that out. How do, we, how do we figure all this out? I mean, from the point of view of the, the, way, the way SEO has changed, the way even, even Google changes over time, it, the way Google's algor- algorithms would have worked 15 years ago are very different to how it's going to work in the next year or two, for example. And we're seeing the onset of things like programmatic advertising, all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, you still need to make it accessible and for people to have to jump in somewhere and, and develop a learning curve, right? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I, I think the most important thing, you know, before you get into the technicalities of, of how SEO works and, and, and how the technical side of search is to really understand, you know, who your consumer is, you know, how they're feeling, where they are, what they're doing. You know, these are kind of much more accessible and we kind of put ourselves as the consumer, you know, in that in that zone, right? So we know that our expectations in the last year have massively changed, right? So, you know, we we expect companies to keep up with us. Mm. So I think an entry point, um, you mentioned it yourself, the 60,000 uh, uh, training that we've committed to as Google is a great entry point, right? We've created lots of content, um, which is in very like everyday language to help people understand, you know, what some of these techniques mean, right? How to design a website, how to um, think about marketing in simple terms. So if you're a small business, you can start with our Grow with Google website. Um, a lot of these services now are you can plug them in from one to another. You can you can go into Shopify, who will help you build a website, you know, um, and then that will plug into Google as well. So, you know, it, it's there's a lot more um, as a service, software as a service, things that you can, you know, you can start to log into quite quickly without needing to understand programmatic advertising or the, the, the real intricacies of marketing. Once you, you see the impact and, you know, we, we believe firmly that you will see the impact of your investment, um, then you can start to evolve your thinking and maybe train, train your marketing team, hire some, some people with some experience, potentially go to an agency. These are all things that you graduate to as a business in large sales. You know, we deal with you know, big companies. Um, they have marketing teams and they have, they have advertising agencies, which is where I came from before I joined Google. Um, but as a small entry business, I think there's lots of information out there. It's really about your um, aptitude to wanting to kind of to wanting to learn. And that's the thing as well. I mean, I know Google bought an Irish company called Pointy uh, about a year or so ago, and or probably more than a year. Gosh, time, time, my sense of time is all over the place because of the pandemic. You know, Pointy is very, they've developed a very ingenious little technology that allows you to put your entire inventory on the web. You know, those kind of tools, you, you see see Google playing more of a role in those kind of key, key tools of, of, of bringing, you know, the bricks and mortar store into the digital world. Yeah, like we, you know, Google has lots of different offerings that play within different elements of the consumer journey. You know, Google Shopping, for example, is an integral part of our platform, which allows businesses to list their products, you know, um, similar to what you described at Pointy. Pointy is like a local offering. It's it's almost like your, your like you said, your storefront, your physical store. Um, Google Shopping is a, you know, it allows it allows you to present your your products online. Google Pay allows you to um, to pay for um, for items. So, but I think our core business will 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 is traditionally in the advertising space. It's about finding demand for your business with lots of technologies that may uh, adjunctly um, complement different services. But um, we're not, you know, pure 
necessarily in the um, uh, offline space per se, but I think we will continue to add analytical tools or adjacent tools that will complement um, the demand side of our business. Yeah. Now, Pointy was a lovely segue into my next question, which is all about startups. And I know Google as a, you know, Google, when I think about Google, I actually think Google is kind of an exaggerated startup at this point okay employs a lot of people around the world but you know it's, it's still as a company it's only about what 23 24 years old when you think about the time when it was late 98 i think when, when they started would i be right in saying that google is one of ireland or dublin's biggest employers now i mean my last headcount was about seven or eight thousand what would be their headcount now it's it's up around that yeah yeah so that's a huge that's huge that's a great startup story from 1998 guys uh, maxing credit cards to prove their algorithm works to, to to building a business of this scale and um when they came to dublin they were still a startup um but you guys have a adopt a startup program and on the last count of numbers i'm looking at you've worked with over 145 uh, high potential startups at this point. What are your thoughts on the startup ecosystem? And are we like, where are we at now in this kind of world of like, we're seeing hyper growth companies, you know, companies emerge from nowhere. It's suddenly, you know, being the next big, um, you know, uh, land, uh, say multinational Ireland that might come to Ireland. I mean, the other thing that people forget also is that like when Apple came to Cork in 81, it was still only a startup. It was only about three years old, roughly the same age that when Google came to Dublin when in 2003. So, we're seeing these hyper-growth companies. What can we do from what you're seeing to help Irish companies? Like we've seen great things happen in the last few years. We've seen the Collison Brothers create Stripe. We've um, we've seen great companies like Intercom uh, start in San Francisco by Irish guys, but come to Dublin and grow into into big employers too in their own right. What are your thoughts on the startup ecosystem in Ireland and how you know you guys can can help develop that ecosystem? I think the ecosystem in Ireland is is incredible. Um, I spent 15 years in the US and I moved back just uh, three years ago when I took this role at Google and uh, worked in, in M&A, uh, mergers and acquisitions for a long time and followed the startup space in the US. Uh, so when I got home and started reading the press and seeing what Google was doing. I was actually really impressed with what's happening here. And it's actually, it's a joy to to, to follow it. Um, you know, I think I think a lot of things are already being done. You know, we have the, as you mentioned, adopt the startup um, program, which Patty Flynn leads. Um, we we also double down on mentoring. Uh, you know, mid kind of you know mid growth, mid size uh, organizations as well when they've kind of made it past that um, initial um, growth spurt. Uh, I, think I see a lot of great work coming out of Enterprise Ireland. We partner with Enterprise Ireland a lot. Um, same with Retail Ireland. I think there's a lot of great stuff happening. I think, you know, um, for me, it's down to kind of where the capital is flowing. And I think there's a lot of capital flowing into Ireland right now as well. You see a lot of um, a lot of articles around the, the VCs and, and, and the money that's coming in to help to help fund it. I think the the education is here. Um, you know, again, we just see lots of competitors keep coming into the space to um, to set up because of because of the talent that's in Dublin. Um, so I actually think it's, it's a very ripe ground. Um, look, I think, you know, we can probably always lean in to really help pick the future stars. Right. You know, it takes um, it takes time and, and, and dedication to give that extra lift. Um, and I, that's something we talk about a lot around, you know, 
who can we really lean in to really lift up here? And I think that kind of behooves all of us to to try to make make that investment. We have a great success story of, of a company that, uh, and hopefully they won't mind me mentioning their names. We've definitely used them publicly before, which is Let's Get Checked, uh, another Irish success story. And they've, they've just made unicorn status, which is brilliant. And they've partnered a lot with us uh, to go global, uh, to sell their products in the US and beyond. Um, so I think getting businesses into the mindset that you can export from Ireland, that you can find consumers um, beyond, you know, the Irish Isles and think big and go global, that's probably something else that we can do and, and something that we try to do at Google um, every day. That's actually delightful to hear that because I remember covering Let's Get Checked when they were just a startup to watch in 2016. And like they're an example of that kind of hyper growth where it's like five years later and now they're employing in the hundreds and they're, they're, I, I, I foresee them becoming one of Ireland's next big brands. You know, you know it's, it's, it's entirely possible. Now, um, the, the next question I have for you here is around the future of work. And I, as I said, I, I think before we started, I was telling you about my first time meeting Google in Dublin in 2003 when they first came. At the time, they were in a serviced office on, on Barrow Street and boxes were still full of computers being unboxed. And, you know, it was, it was nothing related. It, it didn't look anything like it does look today. And but at the same time, the last year and a half, uh, we've seen so many people work from home. Your entire workforce probably had to go and work from home. A lot of questions now about the hybrid future of work. And, you know, how do you see it for Google? Because, I mean, as I said, the, the headcount around 8,000 people now in Dublin. You know, a lot of people are asking questions now that now everyone's being vaccinated. Not everyone, half the country's been vaccinated. But as people start coming back to the offices they're saying people are going to be back in their offices from August how will it be for you guys now because as I said that's a huge workforce I think that's bigger than Dublin Bus's workforce and you know it's it's a lot of people so when you think about all those people are, are you going to have them will, will, is there going to be an expectation that they're all going to come back to the office I mean, how do you feel about flexible working how, how are you guys going to manage that because you know it's not a small number of people I mean in by Irish standards that's a lot of people um, I know Google itself has a lot of people around the world I mean as well but I, I, from the point of view just Ireland and how, how you guys are doing it we have a tremendous um buildings uh staff they're they're doing incredible work to take care of us while we're at home incredible work to help us uh, set up for the, for when we return to work look I'll be honest um we we've we've got some uh some some guidance that's coming out um you know uh we're going to we're going to stay with the local guidelines obviously as the government um comes out with 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 what they want businesses to be doing um you know we've globally announced um a 3-2 structure where it's like 3 days in the office and 2 days at home but after that um up until that we're still figuring out um the rest of the plan if i'm honest john um you know, our local management team are trying to figure out what works best for for google dublin and how we can accommodate um all of the different uh, groups that, that live and work in the dublin campus uh those eight thousand people so yeah we're still working through it I, I have confidence that it will be um that it'll be a good solution because it always is well thought out uh, everything that 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 the team does for us yeah because it's definitely something i see so many organizations try to grapple with because you know, if you go back 14, 15 months ago, people who didn't want, didn't work from home, never saw themselves working from home, suddenly had to become home workers. And some of them I don't think will ever want to go back. Some will want to go back to the office maybe two days a week. Some may want to go back full time to the office. And it's going to be a very interesting challenge to, to, to manage, especially if people are either, if some offices are downsizing their footprint or others. But it, it's a very human challenge because I think, what, if anything, I think the biggest winner here has been work-life balance. I, I think people have learned 
the value of their time. You know, I personally do not miss the two hour commute in the morning so I can actually get more work done during the day. So, yeah, I, I think I think the conversations with people would be, in my view, would be would be the, would be the biggest uh, driver of what what's going to follow. Uh, but I suppose a final a final question then will be like looking at the post pandemic business landscape and. Do you, do you think enough Irish companies have made that transition yet? Or is there a lot more work to do? And and like the other fear I have is that once things normalise, could we just fall back into the same old habits and digital gets put to the, you know, the, the evidence there when you look at tech companies like Google is that they're, you know, this, this is where the growth is. But Irish companies have a tendency of like, I like, I like to see my customer and look them in the eyes. And there's that, still that, that, and that's nothing wrong with that. I think that's quite delightful. And, and I think that should always be there. Looking at the post-pandemic landscape and keeping up the, the, the strides we've made in, in bringing businesses online, what, what needs to happen after all this? Look, from my perspective, I think, you know, we're in recovery mode right still you know businesses everybody's still in a recovery mode you know mm. um imagine a world where we're all vaccinated and the variance has all gone away like it's, it's really hard to imagine that right now you know the advice that i've been given giving irish businesses every day is to really you know focus on recovery but also really think about the changes that have happened and how you can use them to your advantage in the long term so you know, as I mentioned, 20% social media uh, increase in consumers. How are you, how are you, you know, showing up to those people and getting your products in front of them? Um, 40% people are watching less television. You know, your, the younger audiences are not on television as much anymore. Um, they're spending a lot of time on YouTube. They're spending <laughs> 3 million adults, um, uh, you know, every month are watching YouTube, right? So uncertainty is going to continue. Um, so, Businesses really need to think about digital, um, not so much as kind of this temporary shift of of change to this, you know, work from home and 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 pandemic lockdown. But you know, as Maz, as uh, Malcolm Gladwell said, kind of ten thousand hours and you've changed behaviours. We believe this is here to stay. So you know, how are your consumers feeling? Where are they spending their time? Are you there? where they are to um, to have them love your brand, to have them buy your brand. Um, and really thinking about that and a digital lens is is what we believe is going to drive long-term growth for your business. Because that's fascinating when you think about Google, like as I mentioned to you before, like the, if you go back 20 years, it was really just how do you find things better just through the search. And now you've got Google in Maps, you've got Google apps like AR, you've got so many things happening. The technology journal journey of, of, of Google has been immense when you think about it, like from the point of view of, yes, it once was about search to now it's it's looking at how self-driving cars, you know, I suppose I, I, the culture of big bets, is that still very much alive in Google? Yes, yeah, very much so. It is. Um, you know, we we marvel. I mean, the advertising side of the business, but we marvel every day at, at the amount of announcements that come out and and all of the different things that we work on. And it's always wonderful to see when some of the big bets start to become um, uh, no longer bets, but but reality, like our cloud business, which which mm. we disclosed a lot in um, in our financial records now, which is the fastest growing part of our business. And and yeah, all of the emerging technologies as well, and obviously machine learning as well. Um, it continues to go to greater and greater heights uh, and improves all of the all of the products that we have advertising cloud and and the rest listen Helena thank you so much that was super really really interesting and fascinating I mean you guys are seeing it all so thanks very much for your time 
Thank you, John. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me.